Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Halo Slip Space. My name is Ultimate Phalanx and I'm joined by my co-host, the Leaky Valve. Say hello, Leaky. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, Leaky? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm upset that I haven't been able to dive into season 6 as much as I would have liked to, but I'm Have good. Have you not played it yet? I've played enough to make my Spartan look really pretty. <laughs> Do you know, it's crazy to think that what is it like 10 years later halo 3 is receiving updates it's mad like it's, it's i like it though it's nuts it's, it's it's crazy show me another 10 year old game that gets as much content it just doesn't it's not it doesn't happen honestly no, it does not anyway let's uh well we could talk about that a bit later but uh what's coming up in this episode so we are Covering the latest patch notes for Season 6, the, the update that's occurred, we're going to be talking about a new discovered Easter egg, now that it's just past Easter, for Halo 5. Um, possibly one of the last Easter eggs for Halo 5. Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, basically covering a, a little bit of a, a tease topic, which I will get to in just a second. But uh, that's that's what's coming up. It's, it's worth hanging around, though, for. And as always, we'd like to send our thanks out to everyone who's subscribed and listening and sending feedback to the channel uh we're doing our absolute best and i know i feel like i can speak for ultimate when i say that I, we're really enjoying putting these podcasts together every two weeks and uh can't wait until we get infinite and i can't wait to see what else season six brings us yeah definitely no it's uh it's actually becoming uh, it i'm looking forward to these events like when, when we first started i was like oh my god how's it gonna sound it's gonna sound really bad but now i'm like yeah we could do this we got this especially now we're, <laughs> we're five episodes in now i feel like you know we've got the we're into the tempo we get it now we've got it so. we've got a little bit of a rotation i think we're good yeah why not so coming up for our main feature this episode, we have a very special interview. We've actually managed to get hold of a world record holder for speedrunning in Halo Reach of all games, but uh, it's, it's worth hanging around for. It is a very long and detailed interview regarding uh, how this gentleman got into speedrunning, uh, like the the work he does to to get to the level that's needed, and also what they hope is going to be coming for Halo Infinite and beyond, uh, basically. I'm I'm excited for it. It was a really fun interview to do, and I'm really glad that we got to actually do a speedrun with him to like yes. firsthand understand everything that he's doing and the processes that you kind of go through to actually have a what he would consider a successful speedrun. Yeah, because when we did the speedrun, it was casual, and we finished Reach on Legendary in about an hour and a half, roughly. And uh, he, at the end, we were like, oh my god, that's so fast. And he went, yeah, I could do better. I was like, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry for being a sack of potatoes. Sorry for slowing you down, sir. I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into our main and mini topics, if we have one today, we're going to go over the updates for Season 6. If you haven't been around... Or if you don't know what's going on, Season 6 for the Master Chief Collection is out. They've kind of circled everything around Halo 3 this time around. Uh, season 6 is called uh, Raven, and they're bringing in some wild armors. They, there's 100 <laughs> tiers of customization to unlock. The armors are based around Fireteam Raven, which if you don't know, that was a arcade game. A very cool arcade game. Halo. Honestly, I wish I would have been able to play it because I feel like around. I got out of I I yeah, but I feel like I got out of going to arcades at a time when I like, 
I, got I wish to I would have known. It. And now you can't do anything anymore. So yeah, I mean, with obviously with the lockdown, it's difficult. But I got to play it before the lockdown happened. I went with my family to a bowling arena, and uh, they had a, like a mini arcade to one side. They had Fire Team Raven in there. It is going to find it. It is very very cool. Um, basically, you play as one. It's a four player game, and it's like physical gun in your hand type thing, and. Um, Basically, you get to play as a four-man ODST fire team that is dropped onto the original Halo ring from Halo CE. Um, and you are basically, you're dealing with what's going on when the Master Chief isn't there. So it's, while he's running around trying to blow up the, the installation and get the key off of keys and everything else, you're dealing with the basically the chaos that ensues around it. And it is really, really good. Cool. I'm in a hat once everything kind of clears up here. I'd love to be able to get to some kind of an arcade or whatever we have yeah. and try and find it. I hope yeah. we have it here. Uh, there, there's there's oh. multiple places. If you look on Halo Waypoint, I believe in their forums, there's actually a thread on the. They've oh, got like perfect. a sub forum and it says like places that have it. So it's it's quite cool. But, uh, but one, one thing before we start, if you are going to get this update, folks, make sure you have space on your either your PC or your console because there's a minimum size of 24 gig and a maximum size of just over 55 gig if you're on a console. Um, so it's, it's not to say that there is 55 gig worth of new content because they've had to fix so many bugs uh, and they've done a fantastic job. We'll talk about all the new features in a second. Um, they have had to rebuild entire files rather than just patching smaller things. So it will only end up with about four gig of new data at the end and you'll get reclaimed space, but you need space to be able to unpack and and rebuild these files. So make sure you have space. If you're on Steam, you'll need 24 gig. If you are on the Microsoft Store or you're using Xbox Game Pass for PC, that's 51 gig. Um, and if you are on the Xbox console itself, that's just over 55 gig. So keep those in mind. Yeah, but these numbers are small in comparison to Warzone. <laughs> Let's be honest here. 150. Yeah. Like I have friends that cannot play any other game on their PC because they have no room. That's mad. Like honestly, it's uh, crazy. I think even Pixar would have trouble trying to install that, and they use petabyte hard drives. <laughs> That's psycho. What else do we get? We get backpack accessories. They look super cool. I'm they do. really looking forward to try and dig into the to the tiers to get a couple of new ones. Animated visors. Again, really cool. I've already got one on. They're quite shiny, I'll a, be honest. They're, they're, I'm, I'm going to post a little video of what my Spartan looks like. They're a little so distracting. What... Like, you're you're zooming in on other players as you're fighting them online, and you're like, you're just looking at their visor going, oh, look, it's so shiny. Well, and then they, so pretty. Then they snap shot. you in the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we also got animated nameplates and tech suits. The one cool thing about this season, though, is that they've given us something called the exchange. And the exchange is like a new way to spend your season points. So instead of going in through the tiering process and buying everything on the first page, buying everything on the second, if you have a set amount of points, you can buy these certain items in the exchange. Some yeah. of these items might actually be seasonal challenge things that you didn't get a chance to pick up or exclusive packs where it's like an entire armor set for 25 points per se. But it's a really cool way to spend your points and it makes you think about the way that you want to spend them. Or if you're like me, you don't like playing ranked, you can go and get the ranked skins by paying a few extra season points. <laughs> that's never a bad thing. Win a couple <laughs> extra games and socials and then you can yeah. buy your stuff. Yeah, it's perfect. That suits me. We've also got a new map. Map's called Waterfall. You and I actually spent five or ten minutes here completing one of the challenges. 
Um, yep. And this would this is my first look at waterfall. You were fortunate enough to get into the into the flighting, so you got yeah. to see waterfall waterfall firsthand. And we we found a little bit. Of, I don't. I think it's a bug. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think it's a glitch. Yeah, and I don't I think, think it's supposed to happen like that. No, I I, I very much do not think it's supposed to happen like that. <laughs> so there's there's on the map waterfall. There is a waterfall that you can basically jump through. It's got a little jump pad, and you run over it, and it shoots you through the waterfall. Now, when you're looking the opposite way, right, where you'd be coming from or jumping from, you can't see through the waterfall. So you don't know if somebody's coming until it's too late, honestly. But if you have a sniper rifle and you look down the lane and you scope in, the waterfall stops. It's not just sniper rifles. I mean, it's it's anything except the battle rifle that zooms. The rocket launcher didn't do it either. Oh, did it not? Okay. So yeah, it was like the two-time scope kind of thing. Didn't do it. But if I did you it had with a the scope. It still. It I still did it with the brute spiker. Falling. I did it with the brute spiker, and it still like still removed the waterfall. So it's yeah, it works on a lot of weapons. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's which is why it's a really cool map. Which is why you can only play it in customs weird. at the moment. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that would be really cheesy because people would just hard scope that lane and then hold that little middle area. Yeah. I wonder if they're aware of it though, because we just found it by accident. Doesn't matter. We're putting in a ticket. <laughs> we seem to every do one of these every week. A, every every episode weeks. we're putting in a ticket. <laughs> every episode. They've also added a new game variant, which I'm really, really excited for. Yes. Escalation Slayer. Think yep. of your Call of Duty gun game in yep. Halo. I played this on my stream on Thursday and it went off like it was everyone was on the show like i want to play i want to play we were getting people in on the discord and it was the funniest thing i've ever played on stream like it was gent like people were just laughing their heads off left right and center because it was just it was just chaos it's utter chaos it's a full free-for-all and you get given a weapon and you have a minute to get the kill on the weapon if you get the kill you move up to the next weapon and you've got to go through 16 weapons if oh so you have so what happens i guess this is probably after a minute the game the question, yeah, yeah so after a minute the game if you don't get a kill within a minute with that weapon the game basically feels feels sorry for you and moves you on to the next weapon because if you can't kill someone in a minute, you are so far behind the pack that it's okay for you to be moved up. Like, <laughs> oh, see, I'm surprised. See, I, I, I mean, I understand that aspect of it, but I was hoping it's... that your answer was going to be it feels bad for you and <laughs> you suck and you have to no. go back one or ah. you go back down. Like, if you're if your so... first gun is the pistol and your second gun is the SMG and you can't get a kill with the SMG, it sends you back down to the pistol and you have an it's unlimited amount people... of time. It's to stop people getting stuck on a weapon, effectively. Um, but yeah, that's the, fair. Here's, here's the kicker. If you get stuck by a plasma grenade, and you get one every time you spawn, if you get stuck by a plasma grenade, or if someone assassinates you at any point, either of those things happen, you go back one weapon. And that's there is... Cool. And it, trust me, it happens a lot because it is so <laughs> difficult to keep track of everyone on a map, even with the radar. It's, it's really, really difficult. I'm excited to try this out. Yeah. I actually can't wait, to be honest. Yeah, actually, it's, uh, it'll, it's only available in Reach, yeah. Halo 4, and Halo 2 Anniversary, which is, to me, that's kind of weird, seeing as how we centered, or they centered, Season 6 around Halo 3, and you put a new game mode it's, in. So from what I understand, Halo Reach, Halo 4, and Halo 2 Anniversary have the 
uh, like the custom coding or the the ability to be more modular and allow weapons to be switched on the fly. Halo Two oh, and Halo Three okay. and CE don't have that coding built into the engine, so they can't cope with it effectively. Okay, then that makes sense. I could understand so that. They've given it to the three newest games, basically. They've also they've also allowed a lot of team changing in custom games. I know this was something that yeah. wasn't there before, which I don't know why it wasn't, because that was like. Every couch surfer, that was it's, the easy way to do it. Yeah, it's probably the it's most requested teams. thing for custom games. Because <laughs> so. then you can do your own custom infection matches. Yeah, but if you yeah, really wanted to. But they've they've done it now so that you can have the leader can change people. So which I think is a cool option. So that whoever's the host can move people oh, around. Oh, nice. Um, Pre-game only, which is as it is now, which is where you change teams before you start, or always, which means you can change teams in the middle of a fight. <laughs> Could you imagine fighting someone and you're like, ah, I don't like this fight. Well, nope. always, always is the new default now, unless you pick otherwise. Mm, that's good. So it's, it's something uh, to be aware of if you play custom games with like other clans or something. Last few things here. Mouse and keyboard support is finally getting moved on to Xbox, although I don't know why any of the controller players would want to make the switch. No one's going like, to use it. Snapshotting. We've discussed we've discussed controllers and mouse and keyboard here. No one on an Xbox is gonna plug in a mouse and keyboard because they don't want to lose that sweet sweet aim assist. No, I don't think they will. <laughs> Secondary bindings for mouse and keyboard though is a new feature, and I am I'm interested to see what I can do with it. I'm curious if I could like make so, my jetpack. Yep. So a I or I already use this for two reasons. One is my eight-year-old is becoming obsessed with Halo. I am starting him off early in his life. Um, nice. And I have set up a, a second set of key bindings on my profile so that he can just jump straight in and play without affecting my key bindings. That's the first one. Mm. The second thing you can do with this is if you have a key for manually firing, say, a grenade, but you also want to create uh, a secondary key to run with a macro, um, because there are people out there, mouse and keyboard, we can run macros, some people do. I don't, I don't see a real point because I've just got used to it over the years, but some people use macros, they can bind key sets um, away that they know they won't press by accident, um, and then use those in macros, effectively. Uh interesting so it can yeah. help you do stuff or it could almost like yeah. prevent you from doing stuff too yes yeah basically that's the idea it's like you can use it to not screw up as much as give you an edge <laughs> mm -hmm. uh they've expanded some of the audio options and i i feel like going into that is just going to dig into whatever everybody's preferences are but the one interesting thing that i don't think we had talked about before was the field of view field yep. of view we talked about but the crosshair position for xbox Yes. Now, we had briefly spoke on this, and I, I would like you to explain it again because it's very, very <laughs> interesting as to why it was done in the first place. Yeah, so field of view, we're all aware. Like, if you play on the Xbox, on the original games, it was about, I think it's about 60 degrees field of view. The game was very zoomed in, very kind of narrow vision field of view. Um, and when PC came out, they had the slider, and they could go all the way up to, like, 120 degrees, which is actually what I play at. Um, so they now have that ability to use that on a console as well. And you can use that on the 120 hertz supported device as well. So it means all the new Xbox One X um, and 4K screens, they all support it at 120 hertz. Um, the crosshair position was a legacy option that was... So anyone who played the old Halo games will know what I mean when I say the lowered crosshair. Lowered crosshair basically means that if you were to split the screen horizontally with two lines uh, every third of the screen, the crosshair would sit on the line, the second line down 
two-thirds of the way down the screen basically and this was done because the original halo games were designed with the idea of showing you kind of the majesty of halo by making you look at more of what was in the sky while you were targeting something so they moved the crosshair lower so that you could see more of the skybox, more of the ring itself, and kind of go, oh my god, look how pretty the game is. As games evolved, as first-person shooters evolved, and they started to get more centred, and it gave you better awareness in a multiplayer match, they then started to give you a centred crosshair on the screen, and that's what we know and love in most FPS games now. However, now you can choose if you want centered or lowered, and that is basically what they've added now for the Xbox. PC has had that since the launch occurred on PC, so Xbox have now received that as well. That's really interesting. I think I'm actually going to toggle it and it's, see if it makes me any better. Do it, in, do it in campaign and switch it to lowered and play it. If you don't have it on lowered already, that is the original like how Halo was meant to be played because it shows you much more of the game that you probably might have skimmed over if you had it centered. Yeah, it's really cool. Really interesting. The The next thing we're going to go over though is it, it kind of ties into seeing something that's not there, right? We're going to talk <laughs> about this Easter egg in yep. Halo 5 that hasn't been found until just now that uh, someone on Twitter yeah. had posted posted a tweet out to game developers asking what easter eggs are in your games that people haven't found yet or took a long time to find and someone yeah. from halo 5 had given us a little poem yeah so pa patrick wren um who is one of the developers for the original for halo 5 um said that uh, he was asked like can you respond with the best easter egg that you ever hid in a game and he was like well yeah the easter egg that i made actually hasn't been found yet it's a halo kart racing four-player co-op um on the mission evacuation in halo 5 now as you can imagine this just like people went nuts they were like wait what <laughs> so it started a stamp basically a, an internet stampede to try and find this thing like there were streams all over the place trying to figure out what he was talking about um and he ended up writing like a hint poem which is a cool way of doing it um do you have it up on screen, actually, Leaky? I haven't got it. I do not. I can quickly uh, pull oh, it. Oh, I've got it. Here we go. Uh, so the poem, the poem says, uh, Four Spartans begin at the station to seek evacuation sensation. To race out of the gate, simply stand there and wait a duration of his designation. Now, this obviously got people really hyped up um so they figured out it was four player co-op four spartans begin at the station so it's at the very beginning of evacuation um and it says to race out of the gate simply stand there and wait a duration of his designation his they figured out was a referral to spartan 117 so they were like right 117 it's got to be 117 seconds we then figured out or that i say we i meant as a community they then figured out that um, you basically have about two minutes to get this to work, which meant if it took 117 seconds, you had to start it within three seconds of starting the level. When you start the level in Halo 5, there is a building just behind you, um, which has a giant door, which could easily house a garage of vehicles. Right Now, if you stand in front of it, and this is very simplified, and there are videos all over the place, if you just look up Halo Kart Easter Egg Halo 5 on YouTube, you'll see it. Um, but it was found by a group of guys called Rocket Sloth. They're a great bunch of guys. I follow their videos all the time. Um, definitely check them out. But if you stand there, within three seconds of starting the level, you are teleported onto four mong mongooses? Mongeese? I don't see, know. I what... like calling them mongooses. Yeah, me too. Sound mongeese but... sounds silly. I don't. Yeah. I don't actually know what the plural of 
mongoose is. I'd probably have to look it, it up. It would at some be, point. I don't know, because geese is for goose. Yeah, or gooses. Or we call them. We have geese here. Yeah, so we geese say geese outside. as well. I don't know. Anyway, <gasps> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so you you get put onto a mongoose each, and uh, you basically get you, you race the entire level. The level despawns every enemy, and you run the entire level. And whoever gets to the end first gets a rocket launcher to blow everyone else up as they come in to finish the level. <laughs> which, which, if you haven't seen the video, is hilarious because the guy gets off the mongoose and is instantly given a rocket launcher, just turns around and blows everyone away. It's quite funny. So uh, yeah, um, but yeah, this is this is a, an Easter egg that has been in the game since the original release of Halo Five and has only just been found because a developer decided to say something. It's crazy how good the Halo community is with these Easter eggs. I mean, up until recently, there were some Easter eggs in a lot of games that in Halo games, I should say, that haven't been found for ten plus years and were only just figured out. It's crazy how I'm dedicated curious the though. Is. I'm curious as to like how you would even find something like that. Like, there are people out there. Maybe one of those data miners or whatever. Uh, like I mean, that, that kind of helps, the game I guess. Files. Like, someone would look in the game files. Maybe. Or someone would find something, and there'd be like a stupid little folder that just says Halo Cart. Yeah, I don't know. It's and that's it's, all it would say. You would open it up, and then like maybe there's some instructions see, or something. This, or there's that wouldn't even work like, for this because a lot of this stuff is just built into the code, and the game is obviously compiled, so you can't just open the source code and go, "Let me have a look through the lines that they've written." Well, and, it's, on, the and it's only on Xbox. It's not like you could do this on PC. Where yeah, you, can you look can't. At the game files exactly. For MCC, but you can't do that for Halo Five. Exactly. So with Halo Five, it's like you can't do that level of data mining. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The only reason I'm going to say you could is because I know in the Destiny community, Destiny had an Easter egg that spanned a few years for people to figure it out. And this just this wasn't just like, oh, people didn't know about it. This was people working at it for years. You'd have to, if it's on console, you'd have to have something that allows you to emulate it to a PC and then you can see how the data is being pushed through the emulator or something along those and see, lines and see, i think what people were doing is people were looking within the files on like they were looking online not using their playstations or xboxes but they would look in the files and they would find certain things right within some of the script text that would come like through the lore stuff that you could find in some of the weapons that would be released but not released or any of the little lore blurbs that you get on some of the legendary and some of the exotic weapons that you can get trying to right. piece together what is actually going on and eventually they found it like they had put this giant staff along with some like goodies in a plastic box in the literal middle of nowhere in the states <laughs> right okay oh it was it was crazy but yeah no that's but yeah that's that's now that's now being discovered and uh could have possible ramifications for speed running the level although you would need four players to do it but you know i don't know if it's been done with a single player because the the poem that was written specifically says four people so four spartans but uh yeah i don't know i'm curious because i mean like even if you just do it solo four people do spawn yeah so. well yeah but oh. you can't get all of them to stand in the specific spot no for sure for That's sure it's gonna be a problem but yeah, so yeah, there we have it. Halo Kart Easter Egg has been found. If you want to go and check it out, just look up Halo 5 Kart Easter Egg on on YouTube. Um, but if you want to check it out, it's all over the internet at the moment and it's on the evacuation level if you have Halo 5. So go and give it a check out. Uh, get three of your buddies online and uh, go, and, go and give it a go. Go give it a whirl. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last little thing we're going to talk about here is the 
challenges for season six. We're just going to go over this quickly, and yep. these things kind of tie in nicely to our main topic. Uh, first two things, you have time nameplates in season six. Yep. Uh, one of them has a little warthog on it, which is... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. So good. It's so good. <laughs> Earth Day Warthog. I can't wait to grip that one. And then a, they're calling it Unity 2020 to celebrate every single Spartan and stand together as one. Be sure to log in anytime during the month of June 2021. And it shows Master Chief in broad blue daylight with a rainbow going across the back of the banner. And then on his actual face visor, he's got colors of the rainbow. Looks really good, actually. I like it. Yeah. But as for the seasonal challenges, what are we looking at? Uh, there's a number of them here. I don't so the first one I'm looking at here, package deal, complete the non-profit organization and story scory challenges. That's the ones, yeah. The story one, story scory is fair enough. Like you have to get 50 points by playing the campaign maps. The harder the difficulty, the better your point multiplier, the more points you get for completing each level. So get in there on legendary, work your butt off and you know, you'll get that done fairly easy. Or, or play it on easy or, and get one per. per or <laughs> no, or 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 figure it out during our interview, and maybe you could get it done a little bit quicker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wait for mm -hmm, that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Along with a nonprofit organization, I guess staying tuned for the interview kind of really wouldn't give you nonprofit organization, no. Yeah, no. That's yeah. What's that? That's the seven thousand kills one. Seven thousand. Seven thousand. I don't know if it's covenant or just it's kills. It's covenant. It is covenant. You have to specifically kill seven thousand covenant across yes. any any PVE modes. So you might want to jump into firefight maybe for that one or something. Yeah, that actually might not be a good one. You get the uh, another sunrise animated visor and seventy-seven thousand XP. Next one is the double up. You have to complete spree real estate and nerdy thirty challenges. Yeah, I mean, Nerdy 30 is easy. That's just 30 weekly challenges. So just play the game, do the challenges. You'll get that in... You've got two months to do all of these. So you should get that one. And then Spree Real Estate, which one was that again? Uh, was that the one with the medals, the, the assists or things? Yes. You'd have to get, like, killing sprees, double kills, triple kills, any kind of spree or something yeah. like that. Getting those medals gets you progress. Yeah. And for that, you get the Gen 2 Azure tech suit it kind of gives your your tech suit like a little bit there's like some blue accents and stuff on it looks yeah there's cool. a there's a few colored tech suits now which look quite nice if i'm honest and then the last one best at both complete point guard and rank ranked beats everything challenges now i know you said that you don't like playing ranked because ranked no. beats everything requires you to get 25 ranked match kills no 25 but ranked match wins wins my apologies it's wins. horrible but <laughs> but we're thinking and you're thinking that the backpack that you get that has it looks like the heroic symbol yeah with it, the shield and the covenant side with right, the katana yeah. going through it I, you're thinking that it might come on exchange hey eh? i i think so the way that the, we talked about this earlier i think exchange is going to basically be that you can go and get the item by unlocking the season channel challenge um and then maybe uh, i don't know a couple of months like if if when season seven comes out or season eight who knows they might put the items available on the exchange for a higher point value so that if you don't have the time but you have the points you can put the points in instead that's what I think is going to happen. Would make sense. Or if you just don't want to get sweaty and you don't like playing rank. I'd, I'm not. I don't like being sweaty. I'm very much a, a non-sweaty guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go sweat it out on Wednesdays with yeah. everybody that's playing. Leaky, Leaky loves a good sweat. <laughs> I do. Don't mind me. Um, but All right. Yeah, what without was the other further one? ado. Well, there was another uh, one. What was it? Oh, it was point guard. 
point guard. Just getting point, yeah, points so you, with kills and whatnot. Yeah, so you get one point for a kill, uh, two points for an assist, I think it is. And then... There's a no, one sorry, for an assist, two one for, for a kill. Yeah, and then three, three, for point, three for a headshot. So, and then you'll get points based on that. Um, but you don't need to do competitive for that one. All right, for our next feature, we have an interview that we're going to be bringing you with a world record holder in Halo Reach possibly other games, but we'll see how the interview goes, with a very special guest who is an actual member of the clan that Leaky Valve and I are both members of as well. It's Clan Echelon. Uh, we are kind of like a multinational, all-Halo games community, um, and uh, we are looking to move into Infinite, and I figured we should get one of our clan members who is a fairly... You wouldn't, you wouldn't find these kinds of clan members in most places, but this gentleman has uh, more than one world record in Halo Reach and is constantly trying to better himself. He actually brought Leaky Valve and myself along for a ride the other week with uh, Halo Reach, and we were looking to do the under three hours achievement for Reach, and he pulled us through in about an hour and three quarters, and uh, my jaw hit the table, and I was like, we need to speak to this man. The gentleman's name is Arithen, and he joins us now. Ari, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Yeah, we're good. We're good. It's uh, Leaky and I have been looking forward to this for a while. Uh, <laughs> be honest. I've been wanting to do that. I've been wanting to do this since we actually did that speed run. As soon yeah, as yeah. we finished, I was like, you know what? Like, other people need to understand that you can do shit like this in Halo, and I had to. Like, well, we when to. I when I first started uh, running through people through on the Halo uh, Discord, I would just take randoms whoever wanted to join. Just to, I just liked doing these speedruns and uh, I would get them for as many people as possible uh, that under a three hour achievement. And every single time everyone had the same uh, reactions as you did to just like uh, <laughs> off that first level uh, where we take the Falcon. And oh yes. Some people know about the later, the later one, but very few people know how to do uh, the first skip. And, uh, and yeah, everyone's reaction is just blown away immediately yeah well we we finished Cleaning it jaws up off the floor yeah we we finished it and i was like right we need to well, I, I immediately valve and i were like we need to we need to get this guy on the podcast like this is insane <laughs> like <laughs> so um tell us a little bit about yourself like who are you and like kind of what kind of things are you doing in halo at the moment and where can people find you well i uh, my name's erithin as has been stated I love gaming, photography, cinematography, animation, anything else creatively inclined. Uh, in Halo, however, uh, I do all your standard stuff, uh, multiplayer, custom games, campaign, but uh, but I love, I've always loved looking for glitches, uh, and that's where speedrunning kind of ties in, uh, where you don't expect to be able to do some of the things that you do in order to to beat the world record times. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also used to make Machinima as well with in Halo, but that was a very long time ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the speed running uh, has only been introduced to me within the past like 12 months. And I just uh, got really into it uh, as and dove in headfirst basically. That's okay. crazy. So where, where else can people find you? I know when you and I had spoke Beforehand, you had mentioned the machinima stuff. Do you have any other forms of like social media that people can find some of your work on? 
Uh, honestly, it's only YouTube at the moment, uh, and you could just search up Arathin in YouTube, and you'll find me pretty much immediately. And uh, and if you wanted to grab the three-hour achievement, if I have time, I would love to help you out in Reach. Uh, and you could you can look at uh, look up Arathin hashtag sixty nine three four on Discord. Okay, so you're offering it out to all of our listeners. Perfect. Yes. Okay. I, if anybody, I, I really like running through. I probably ran through Reach, at least like I've brought at least a hundred people through wow. that achievement already. That's crazy. <laughs> That's mine. And I, I, if any, if anybody doesn't have Discord and they just need to use Twitter, hit either Ultimate or myself up on Twitter, and we will try and get you guys in contact. Yeah, we'll hook you up. and get through that through. No worries. So when when did you first discover the Halo series? What brought you to Halo in the first place, Ari? Well, I uh, I am actually I just turned thirty two today, and uh, <gasps> happy birthday! Actually, yeah, actually, it's my happy birthday. birthday. Hey, <laughs> um, hey yeah. so, so I was uh, about uh, what was it? What would it be? Uh, about 12, 10, 11? Okay. Around there uh, when CE just came out. So I was introduced to it from a friend who said, hey, you want to try this game? I didn't have an Xbox at the time. I only had a N64 and a PlayStation 1 and um, never played the Xbox before. And then I played Halo CE. Uh, it was my first Xbox game and I immediately went home and begged Mother Dearest for an Xbox <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Very nice. So very it's been nice. like it's it's been uh, it's kind of the same as me. I never had the, never had the Xbox, had the PlayStation, had the Nintendo, and then yeah. someone introduces you to it, and you're like, PlayStation doesn't work. We need a new Xbox. Mom, please, <laughs> yeah, please, exactly. please, please, please. I had well, a Nintendo and... 64. I loved that thing. I think most, uh, at least from what, I, what I've experienced, is that most people uh, who got into Halo series came in it, into it either like early teens or earlier, regardless of when they were born. Yeah. kind of thing and and it's just stuck with you since then fair enough and what got you into the speed running aspect of it that you said that was fairly new right yeah well yes and no so i've always enjoyed trying to beat games as quick as possible after i experienced it for the first time uh, and like got to appreciate what the developers made um but immediately i would replay the game and try to finish it as quickly as possible. I never knew uh, speedrunning was a an actual thing uh, till even just like a couple within the last couple of years. And um, and then I just saw that achievement one day and I said, uh, well, I wanted to get uh, the clan together to try to beat it. And it took us, I actually, I don't even think we passed the first time like okay. we, we didn't make it uh, under three hours the first time and then we were just looking up how to uh beat like speed running tapped at tactics essentially which is the first time i actually legitimately looked into it and then people are doing all these crazy things and that's where the glitching side of me i uh, wanted to kind of uh break into that uh that area Okay. And then it's Light been <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now I can't look at a game uh, in, their, oh, in this... no matter what the game. That would be like, how can you get past this invisible barrier? 
to so get over there. So this has now affected you in every game you play. You're, yeah, exactly. You're always looking to get the fastest run. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's incredible though, because like I watched, I watched a video on a guy that he did, I think pray. Yeah. He did pray in under seven minutes. What? The whole game? Yeah. yeah. Yes, the whole game. It's it's absolutely incredible the way that you can just figure out how to break the game, basically. There was a really interesting oh, so one cool. I just watched uh, like two days ago. Um, and I don't know, uh, what is the game called? It is called, it's from Boneworks. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh, that uh, sounds, yes. Development. Is it, yeah, um, so it's, it's like Surge? an indie game development company. Uh, is it no, it's not Surge. Let me uh, look it up quickly. Um, Boneworks, it's a VR game. And, oh, and... oh my God! Uh, bone, bone, something. No, bone works. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, it's just bone works. I was yeah. Okay, so it, it is I actually. it's called bone works, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and it's the developer is stress level zero, um, and the the game itself is a VR game, which is incredibly well made. Especially, it's it's one of the best VR games I've seen with the. Uh, uh, the physics and, and okay. everything that really incorporates VR gaming. Uh, and anyways, <laughs> I went to the speed run. I saw someone speed run it and, and I'm thinking to myself how fun it would be to be in a, uh, to like more be physically involved with the game instead of just using a controller, using the mouse, yeah. but actually like doing the speed run yourself. Right. And it was, I, I, I watched that and I can confirm it is absolutely incredible yeah all of the little things that he did but like there's more to it than just like you said using your thumbs with the controller like there's actually more of a physical aspect to it yeah or right, if you miss one ledge that's setting you back you're probably restarting your whole thing right okay so well, that sounds intense. I, I guess, i'm not sure i could do that and you, yeah, you, you risk breaking an actual leg <laughs> oh for sure have you have you speed run or speed ran any other games i not officially like i i remember uh, when I was playing the first few Spyro and uh, and Crash Bandicoot oh, games, I uh, <laughs> I I had played through them so many times that I and I was doing it unintentionally, uh, not really keeping track of my my time or anything like that. But um, but it's always been something that's like with me at least. And that's and when I saw these achievements start going, or or actually another good point is. Back in in the day, <laughs> uh, they didn't have those kind of achievements where beating things under a specific time or even like uh, recording times in in a lot of games. Right. And now that uh, the achievement sector has kind of evolved into, uh, well, it it's supposed to be there to keep you playing more, <laughs> and it does obviously. Yeah. But um, but it. Also, like with the leaderboards in Halo Reach uh, or Halo MCC in general, uh, it makes you not just uh, challenge yourself, but like the community itself is pressing uh, against the time and pushing it closer and closer to uh, things that would have been unattainable even a year ago uh, until someone discovers a new skip and all of a sudden uh, a three hour run becomes an hour and a half and and everything just changes after there. I did. Crazy. Do you have a do you have a favorite game to speedrun, or like is it just Halo Reach is absolutely the pinnacle of what you love <laughs> to speedrun? Well, as I mentioned before, I've only actually been speedrunning within the last twelve months or so, uh, competitively, and and even then, um, 
it, well, it's only been with Breach uh, to answer your question, but it's also important to note that uh, my world records uh, are on the normal playlist in Halo Reach and a solo playlist called, uh, what is it called? Is the, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's, it's on the leaderboard somewhere. Uh, and neither of those playlists are actually what the really competitive guys do. So uh, for Halo Reach, well, Halo in general, uh, and this isn't necessarily with other games, but with Halo Reach, with Halo specifically, uh, the competitive guys do the easy campaign or they do the legendary campaign. They don't do any, uh, none of the other ones are really counted. Uh, so, so my world records exist in the Halo leadership boards only. But if you were to compare that to the the truly competitive guys who do easy and legendary, they do a single run. If you die, you restart the entire game, kind of thing. Oh, and, like a deathless uh, run. Crazy hardcore, yeah. And okay. I'm not on that level just yet. Okay. Uh, but but I want to try to push myself to be another there. another couple of weeks. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So what what are your actual? Do you have your actual specific records on hand? Like, can you tell the listeners what you what you hold? Uh, yes. So we, I believe. Oh, actually, you know what? I didn't uh, get the one off of uh, the normal, but uh, on the self preservation playlist is the the solo uh, only playlist, mm -hmm. and that one is nineteen minutes and six seconds. Uh, we have the clan has a co op run through on normal. And I believe that is one hour and ten minutes for the Jesus. entire campaign. Um, <clears throat> so we were slow when you took us through. Yeah. We were slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, shame on me. Well, no, I, I think I think it's one thing to to kind of mention that there is a genuine amount of luck, like RNG oh, luck, yeah. that goes there into is. it. Because I remember I remember spawning in on the mission with June, and it was like crap. The elites are in the bad spot, and we did it like three or four times. But then you yeah, get it where yeah. they're fine, and you fly through it well and then you have uh levels on reach such as uh, new alexandria where a lot of those missions that they give you are it's totally random which ones you get uh and when and in which order in in a lot of cases and you have no control over it and there are some of them that if you get it you will not get the world record no matter what you do just because it will push you back by minutes right and the the only way to get the best record on that specific level it's a one in 264 i think chance of getting all the right uh missions in the right order and you have to actually complete them <laughs> properly right so this uh, is because the, moment, the the alexandria mission is like those ones where you're flying around in the yeah, falcon if, to do the different things yeah, if you get uh, buck yeah buck if buck shows up you're not getting a world record <laughs> oh okay that's good to yeah know. so so yeah, uh, if if you plan on doing any uh, Halo Reach speedruns, uh, Buck is your worst enemy. Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's really uh, funny that you mentioned Buck though, because I think yeah. every episode has had a weird kind of like cameo of Nathan Fillion. Yeah, oh, yeah. with us. <laughs> I think Leaky Valve's going to ask him out on a date or something sometime soon. Yeah. I reckon. It's, we're, getting, so, we're getting by that. We're getting to that point in the in the series now. There's an infatuation yeah. going on. That's, that's for sure. Um, um, okay, so on what's... the topic, uh, sorry, yeah, just uh, once we're uh, when we're on the topic of the actual time zone. <clears throat> um, so just to put it into perspective of what the clan has done with that one hour ten minutes, yeah. the Halo Reach Easy 
uh, world record is currently one minute, or sorry, uh, one hour and 17 seconds. And the legendary solo one uh, run is one hour, 14 minutes and 10 seconds. And the co-op is first time um, anyone has beaten Halo Reach under an hour. And that was 56 minutes and 55 seconds on easy and one hour and six minutes and 26 seconds on legendary that's insane and those are the the real world records that you won't see on the halo waypoint um or sorry uh yeah halo waypoint and in game leaderboards these are like with uh speed running uh programs that you are you're getting every second you can correct and there's not there's there's no lag being affected or anything like that okay Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So how do you, and I don't know if you have other people that work with you or not, but how do you figure out these ways of speedrunning? Like, what's what's the process you go through? In most cases, I we look up a tutorial. <laughs> and we just try to... Uh, and but, and the, the unfortunate thing is, is that a lot of the... And I'm not trying to bash any, anyone, but the, uh, a lot of the tutorials are uh, not explained very clearly. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of figuring out what to do um, on your own once you know the steps to take. Uh, and a lot of that is, uh, okay, so in order to answer this question, let me explain uh, how speedrunning really works. So okay. in a level, if you were to follow the, the normal path, uh, there would be specific loading zones uh, that will load enemies or an event or a door that is going to be opening or closing and you had to stay there for a specific time. Yeah, like a speed running. Like an invisible yeah, trigger, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Once like you, you get you step over a certain spot. point in the map and it triggers something further ahead or whatever. Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what speed running or speed runners do is uh, they will they will look for things to get around those triggers or to trigger specific ones and then re-trigger an old one. Uh, which cancels a further one <laughs> and uh-huh. makes your path a lot shorter. Uh, so when we did the uh, the one the first level of, of Reach, where we grabbed the Falcon, uh, what I had done was I took the Falcon, I got pushed out of bounds by a spirit, uh, I, float, I flew to a specific area which loaded a specific checkpoint, uh, and then I loaded a different checkpoint, which deloaded <laughs> all of the enemies in that area so we wouldn't have to fight them and they'd be saved like 15 minutes of time if or, or longer if uh, we had done it the normal so you so, right. so in essence, in basic terms, you caused enemies to spawn by hitting a certain trigger. Then you went yes. back to another trigger, which caused the enemies to despawn because it was trying to load something else over the top. That's correct, yeah. Right. Oh, God, uh, and, this is so technical. It is extremely technical, and you have to be able to uh, notice or know where to look for those kind of things. So, right. in order to achieve that, uh, you can either take notes on what uh, where triggers are located and what they do, or you could find glitches uh, such as uh, simple ones like getting out of bounds kind of thing. So you can bypass those triggers. Uh, and and uh, trip different ones that do so on and so on, or reduce the RNG, which means uh, random number generator. So uh, in a lot of places, or uh, 
New Alexandria would be a good uh, exa example where RNG is random number generator. So they randomly choose which missions you are going to get, and um, and you want the best numbers, kind of thing, the best missions in order to reduce your time, kind of thing. So that part is up to luck. Uh, but you can bypass that RNG by going around some triggers in some cases. Okay. So yeah. crazy. So, so what we would do in that case is uh, look for glitches, which I love doing anyways. And I'm I'm always excited when I'm part of a um, a flight because I get to I get to try to break the game, <laughs> which is cool. what I love to do. That's actually um, that's actually perfect. Were you a part of uh, the flight that just that just happened? Not the most recent ones, but I was oh, okay. I was part of uh, almost every one before the last, I would say, three. Okay. Did you find any like game breaking glitches? I know in the in the last one, Ultimate it mentioned that on the new map, there's a certain there's a few certain spots that would like cause people's frames to just absolutely tank. I don't think that was yeah. much of a found glitch <laughs> per se, but like an issue within the game and a bug yeah. sort of speed. And there's always going to be stuff like that. And in flights especially, um, you find them all the time that might be s simple or or game-breaking to the point that it's unplayable. Um, and they're usually fixed, but the, the glitches we're looking for, uh, they're not... They're so out of the way that 99% of, of, uh, <clears throat> of players are not going to experience them. Uh, and so we go hunting for them in order to shave off a second or two from our time just to be the next world record. So if you were like, let's say someone wanted to start doing this or you were you were advising yourself if you were beginning as a, a speedrunner, what what would you tell people? What advice would you give people to kind of get into this or get started? Well, you have to really enjoy the game for uh, not just uh, the standard gameplay, but for like every aspect of it. Uh, you have to enjoy pushing yourself and you need an almost limitless amount of patience <laughs> because <laughs> there are some times where uh, like that first level that we went through in uh, in what, under six minutes kind of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it took me probably a cumulative I I would say like one to 200 hours just to figure out everything perfectly in order to get everything. Just for that uh, first level? Yeah, just for that first level. Wow. So, and it happens to be a very difficult level, but, um, but if you're trying to go for world records, then you have to put in that kind of uh, effort. If you are just doing it to, uh, to challenge yourself, just do it until it stops being fun <laughs> and it can stop being fun very quickly because it, right. it, uh, it has, can be so frustrating. But the key is patience uh, and the key is also to review what worked and what didn't and try to figure out why it did work. Right. Uh, so you had to kind of look for clues. Well, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's mad. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It feels like it's a whole nother domain like to the side of gaming like yeah okay go and do it like, go and do it fast but then there's people that are like okay how can i break the game in such a way it's almost that it like an underground break. thing like you know like you like it's like yeah. a dark web version of gaming <laughs> well and that's the other thing is like uh the people who have like the 
the real world records, the ones that uh, are tracked and, and truly yeah. competitive on um, easy and legendary. Uh, those guys have put in probably 10 times or more the amount of time that I've put into it. That's and mad. and if you, they all have uh, YouTube channels from what I've seen and very, very little views. And it's not because the content's bad, it's just because the community who really wants to do speedrunning is it's such a small niche yeah that it's not for everyone but uh but it is fun to try to experience it at the very I, least i have seen a few of them like there was i can't remember the guy's name there's like a guy called green goblin or something like that yep. green goblin. is it yep. green goblin I, he did one where he played like the whole of halo one and he did it in some stupid time like 40 something minutes or something like that and it, yeah yeah he, it's crazy was, yeah he's constantly the world record holder on ce it's just mad sure. it's mad is there any other games that you are looking to speed run like are you looking oh, at other halo titles garish goblin. <laughs> garish goblin that's it garish yeah. goblin yes um like are you uh, looking at are you looking at maybe another halo title at all or are you waiting for another title to release or anything like that or are you just sticking to reach uh at the moment i'm sticking with reach and that's because of the uh huge time commitment it takes to like really push those numbers uh which is also why i don't tend to do uh i'm not trying to get a world record on the easy and legendary ones is because like you had to be doing it non-stop in order for you right. to be able to have a chance uh just from the rng um to to become a world record holder so at the moment i'm just running reach uh however um when halo infinite comes out i would love to see what we can do to uh to reduce those numbers as quick as possible and just be reach is or sorry reach infinite is uh an opportunity for speedrunners uh and an opportunity for new speedrunners to uh to be world record holders easily and to be the people who uh who kind of pioneer the direction of that game's speedrunning because you'll be the one who's finding out the glitches because no one else knows them uh, as well. Everyone's starting brand new. Uh, and it's an interesting time to be getting into it if you were to. So you're going to be- curious as to what that's going to look like, especially because like we know that the world is supposed to be like semi-open. Like there's not yeah. necessarily going to be one path to take. So yes. I'm curious how the whole speedrunning thing is going to come into play. Like. Is RNG going to play a big part in everything now going forward? Because you could potentially spawn at a certain spot that's, you know, infinitely longer or farther away from your <laughs> objective because infinitely. of whatever. You like that? You like that one? Oh, my God. Every episode is something. I'm so good with them. They just flow. Uh, no, that's a legitimate uh, uh, outlook on it. Like, they're, all the Halo games are very linear. Uh, there's very few... Uh, options to take uh, one path or another path and get to the same end result uh, with what it sounds like infinite might be uh, you you might have the opportunity to take a different path or a different path and we've heard things such as uh, like side missions where maybe one of those side missions even though it's not on the correct path offers you something that could cr complete the uh, correct path quicker right or uh, or it could create an event that, uh, as we were talking about earlier, deloads a whole bunch of, a bunch of things in the, uh, further up ahead 
and therefore you skip a immense amount of time. There's going to be a long. There's going to be a long period in Infinite where people figure out what triggers different yeah. things. Oh, oh yeah, because of that. Because of that other thing they mentioned in the newsletter about you know if you want to start the mission with a tank, you can start it with the tank, or if you want to start it with this, you can start it with that. Like I'm curious how mm -hmm. that'll come into play if you know you just jump in a wasp or something and you're trying to do the entire game in that. It's there's, yeah. There's going to be to get a you where you want to go. No, absolutely. So what I is wonder it? how they prevent people from. Sorry, I wonder how they're going to prevent people from beating the game quickly, <laughs> because if uh, I haven't actually read or uh, looked into a lot of the Halo Infinite stuff, just because I'm trying to keep my expectations low. <laughs> right. Um, but Fair. I, yeah, but um, no one wants another Halo Five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, it does seem very promising. And, yeah, um, but they have a lot of work for them because it would be a tragedy for the game to be easily finished by anyone in like in under an hour. Yeah. That would be really bad. <laughs> well, even, you mean, you mean in general play or even as a speed? Uh, as like, as a, a casual speedrunner. like if you were just right. like, I just want to run through this game as quick as possible. And you can, because you have all these really interesting options, but they kind of belittle, the uh the entirety of the game because there's so many different uh, attributes to it yeah that might be a problem okay no that, i can see it. i can understand that so mm -hmm. what is it uh, obviously we've discussed like how you got into halo and everything else what is it about the halo universe that attracts you to it so much i uh, well i okay <laughs> i love space uh, i love futurism i love uh, the what 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 isn't really shown in the games very much is the uh, human corruption and uh, and and the conflict that's happening with humanity within humanity. I should like say the whole the whole like dictatorship of the UNSC type thing. Well, not just that, but like we've had to fight other humans, and the Spartans were allegedly made to fight humans <laughs> yeah kind of thing. yeah because they started uh, right? yeah because the spartan twos were made to fight the insurrectionists and then the covenant showed up conveniently that's correct yeah 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 exactly okay. so uh we haven't experienced that yet but it's supposed to be this uh this huge conflict in in humanity and that is very interesting to me because uh i want space travel to be a thing <laughs> i want to see humanity exploring space i want to see our technology growing uh, to the point that we have ai like cortana not just nude ones <laughs> and <laughs> and i not want just, to not just amazon echoes and phones that can yeah. give you your mama <laughs> jokes <laughs> uh, but like intelligent intelligent ai uh, yeah. artificial intelligence like actual true artificial intelligence um yeah. I want to see all that stuff progress, and that's where uh, Halo has such an interesting concept. Uh, but I also really want humanity to find any kind of alien life. I'm sick of being the only ones here uh, <laughs> that we know of, um, even if it means our destruction. That way I could just go out saying, oh, that's cool, and then oh, die. So you actually want the <laughs> film Independence Day? Uh, well, I don't want humanity <laughs> to die, but I want to... I want to see what the universe has to offer, and okay. Halo uh, is a like a interesting fantasy sci-fi fantasy look on that. Halo's your muse. 
basically. Yes, exactly. Right. I see. I get. No, I get it. I get it. I can see where the attraction is. So I'm what, on board. Like I'm, yeah. I'm fully behind it. The entirety of what he said, I'm fully behind it. <laughs> Let's start a cult. We can do this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my god. So. Let's finish with the question. It's a question that we ask everyone we interview. What are you most looking forward to with Infinite? What's the kind of the focused, like, oh, my God, I really want this to happen type thing? Well, uh, the openness is the thing I want the most. Like, they can they can say that uh, they're doing an open or a more open game than they have been. And the unfortunate thing is is that because we haven't experienced any kind of uh, openness really uh except for like the space mission reach yeah. um and new alexandria there's still a small circle that you're allowed to go in. you're not really allowed to it's not like world of warcraft where you can just go around the entire planet yeah like here's <laughs> a world thing. run where you like yeah and there's so much to offer offer with openness because there's hidden things that developers to uh, put in the game that would be uh, you can expand on the lore a lot easier than yeah. when there's a linear path you had to take. So for me, openness is extremely important, but I don't want it to be a linear path that just happens to have a wider border kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And I think that is uh, a real possibility that they want to make it open, but they end up just doing that where it's just a, a fatter, <laughs> uh, linear path. Uh, so that's what I'm afraid of, but that's also what I am most looking forward to. Okay. And you when we say, like, because obviously Halo's obviously been like a walled garden, effectively. You get to play in the garden, but you can't go outside the fence type thing. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. But, like, when you say open world, you literally want to kind of look at the other... You want to see the halo rising in the distance. You'd be like, I want to go there. Yeah. I want to be able to see someone or myself take, like, 15 hours to just walk in a straight line and go around the entire ring and end up back... Oh, that's that's lofty. I'm not sure we're yeah. gonna get that with Infinite. Maybe the next one. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah, Maybe. that would be huge. You, you, know you that, can knock stuff off the ring. That's all that matters. Yeah, they've, they con they've confirmed the that. Ring. Did you hear that, Ari? They've confirmed that you can actually that's cool. throw you can throw something off the edge of the ring. Oh, there goes Echelon. <laughs> we're just gonna be throwing <laughs> each other off the edge of the ring. That'd be funny. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, there's definitely going to be YouTube videos of this. I can I can tell already. Like it'd just be like a, sure. you know, like like just stuff that happens. It'll be funny. But do you know what? That was that would have been cool to see. In like, do you remember the cancelled MMO they were doing for Halo at one point, where they they were figuring out like you could be like a marine in the UNSC and stuff like that. That would have been cool. Imagine that, because then you could be like the map could be the ring. And then you could walk the ring or whatever. That yes, exactly. Cool. And and that it just yeah it just expand it allows the developers to be uh, more creative and uh, and add more lore and interesting events to happen uh, without being so restrictive. Yeah. But it also uh, can uh, do the opposite where it's too open <laughs> and all of a sudden they can't fill enough of the world with interesting things and so you just have an empty wasteland essentially that looks nice yeah so you it need there needs to be variety a there. medium yeah yeah a fine okay. medium no that makes sense 
Well, I, I mean, I'm I'm out of questions. Leaky, I don't know if you've got anything else you want to cover, but this has been absolutely amazing. I love this. I guess I guess like one A, one B. How much how much of like the Halo multiplayer do you play? And in comparison to campaign. I guess I guess like in general, like like if the idea or if it came to it, would a battle royale inside of Halo tickle your fancy at all? So let's answer the first one first. <laughs> uh, I do play a lot of multiplayer. Um, I feel like I'm naturally competitive, uh, which doesn't necessarily mean I'm good, <laughs> but uh, I want to I want to have our team win. Um, and and I love playing campaign, uh, obviously, over and over again until other people would have had their eyes bleed. Uh, so I would say that right now it's probably about 50-50. Uh, if someone says, hey, uh, do you want to run Reach? I'll probably stop playing multiplayer and go run the campaign. Oh, so you um, prioritize this over people over, over playing multiplayer? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, but it's only like a fine line. Like yeah. it's not, not every case. Like I, maybe I do want to uh, get my teeth, teeth knocked in <laughs> by the other <laughs> players who are a lot better than me. Um, uh, but sometimes I just want to. Uh, actually, when, when I found that I'm getting frustrated with multiplayer, I'll go to campaign because it's because I know it <laughs> and right. it's comfortable and safe. Uh, <laughs> like, like you're uh, the anyway. you're the guy in charge in the campaign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the governor running for me. Yeah. Um, and sorry, the other question. Um, oh yeah, battle royale. Uh, so, I honestly would find a battle royale very interesting. I don't understand why people dislike battle royales. I understand why mm -hmm. uh, people would dislike the idea of following. Uh, another developer who happens to be successful just for the sake of it but um but it can be done really well i think there's a lot of opportunity to have uh like more massive scale uh fights uh especially if there is a open worldness to halo infinite where you can it's not just about uh the concept of a battle royale at that point it's the concept of being able to explore uh, this ring that uh, that we haven't been on before, and in a in a different way uh, that we haven't played before in a Halo game, I don't think it should be the only thing that exists. Uh, but it would be really fun to experience that. See, I I, I kind of like that idea, and we had spoken about it in one of the earlier podcasts where Ultimate almost brought up the idea of like the Division's Dark Zone, mm. where like you have this ability to go somewhere on the ring to just go and explore and do little tasks and go and find what you can but there's other people there doing the same thing and if you want that pvp aspect to it then knock yourself out yes yeah i completely agree something big like that it's, yeah. so that's all i got i'll okay. anything else that's no sprung. i think that's it thank you so much for joining us arathan it's been an absolute pleasure and uh it's you've you've uncovered a bit of the the dark underground of speed running for us Mm -hmm. um, yeah it's it's not all it's not all world <laughs> records <laughs> no, there's a lot of I, I didn't realize how many hours go into it it's that's insane. oh yeah it's absurd and painful and a little bit depressing <laughs> <laughs> well remember viewers uh, viewers 
Remember, listeners, if you want to get involved, you can either message myself or Leaky Valve on... Uh, we, you can grab us on Twitch, you can grab us on Twitter, or Arathin, what was your Discord name again if people want to go directly to you? You can go Arathin, hashtag 6934. 6934. But uh, thank you, Arathin, for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'm looking forward to doing some more runs with you if you ever want to do some, but maybe in other Halos, uh, who knows? <laughs> yes, definitely. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Thanks again to Arathen for taking the time to talk to us. It's it's always interesting to pick the brain of someone who does something special within any kind of game, whether that's trying to break the game with glitches or speed running it and trying to figure out ways to do it as fast as you can. It's Yeah, I don't know. It that is patience. really cool to <laughs> It's I, I understand that, but it's like it's cool to pick someone's brain about that because you just you think about all the hours you pound into a game and then you think about how much extra someone else has done just for yeah. one reason. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, but thanks again to him. Uh, that's it for us today. So as always, if you do enjoy the podcast, please consider subscribing. Uh, if you have any feedback, please feel free to hit us up on any form of social media. Twitter probably being the easiest, uh, at Ultimate Phalanx and at The Leaky Valve. Uh, if you are on Anchor, however, you can leave us a voice message. Yeah. It's a nifty little feature. We're still the waiting for itself. our first one. We're still waiting for our first I one. To, I, I, I yes. want to see that voicemail icon. Come on, viewers. Viewers, Even if listeners. it's, hey, how's it going? Or thanks, or a good job, anything. Yeah. <laughs> profess, profess your uh, love. It's fine. <laughs> if you would like to play games with us, we do run games on Twitch. And we yeah. are usually trying to play Halo with viewers followers members of our discords yeah again at ultimate phalanx and the leaky valve on both of our twitch channels uh mondays wednesdays and thursdays yep. for halo for the both of us and i think between the hours of i'll call it three to ten mountain standard time yeah so that, that would includes... be that would be 10 to 1 10 p.m to 1 a.m uh my time uk perfect um if so anyone that needs that kind of include everybody in there yeah. I think I will be trying to get into ranked a little bit more. I've been talking with the guys at Echelon, and I know Knight wants to try and get a competitive team going, and yep. I told him I'd stick my foot in there, and he wants to run some more competitive games. So I think I might be yeah, I'll, nutting I'll stick, up a little bit. I'll stick to casuals. Walking it in. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you to Ari for joining us as well. Thank you to my co-host, Leaky for hanging around and putting up with me for another episode next week we have another interview with a very very well-known community member i can't give you any hints because the hints that we've discussed would absolutely give away who this person is but i promise you you do not want to miss it so be here in two weeks and we will see you then take care everyone say goodbye leaky cheers for now see you later everyone <laughs>